Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Healy, personal change agent and NLP trainer here, and you're listening to Sean Healy Tools, a podcast designed to support entrepreneurial couples, people in business partnership, and anyone looking for more tips, tools, and strategies to add to the quality of your life. So welcome to episode 67, entitled Act of Giving. Um... I thought that I would do an episode around giving in relationship, be that in personal relationship or business, um, because I think it's one of those things that we were not always shown the cleanest demonstrations of giving. Sometimes a lot of what we saw was um, giving for the idea of getting um, or agendered giving. So this is where I think it becomes very important that more and more in our self-awareness, we understand the space from which we uh, engage in the act of giving from because giving can bring us closer to people, um, can uplift and inspire people, or actually it can take us further away from people, make people more dependent on us, um, and actually over time be detrimental to the relationship. So giving and the space in which we give from, it's really important to understand what our drivers are when we uh, are engaging with others. So where to begin? I guess when I'm looking at the kind of this idea of, of, of giving, then the path I might go down first is the idea of a romantic relationship. Sometimes what happens is we meet someone we're enthralled with them. Um, there's this amazing first stage of the relationship. We can't do enough for them. We're looking to kind of impress them. We're looking to um, really create an impression on them about um, you know how we can be a good fit in their life. We're imaginative. We're energetic. We're inspired in our giving, um, and you know we're we're very. Um, unrestrained in in that, and we take great joy in in giving. And and again, nothing nothing inherently wrong with, with that. It's 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 a it's a good space to be in. It's a good space to operate from. Um, but as the relationship goes, and sometimes as we get a sense that um, we've got each other, so to speak, ah, we're, we're stable enough now. We've defined the relationship. They're my, they're my girlfriend, they're my boyfriend, they're my partner, however, whatever kind of labels we want to use. Sometimes what happens when we reach that point of perceived stability in the relationship, um, then a switch sometimes transpires where we suddenly go, well, I've done all this cool stuff for them and now it's time to sit back and reap the rewards of my, my, um, my efforts and wait now for them to start taking care of me and meeting my personal needs and showering me with love and nurture and doing and great um, time time to uh, time to get paid emotionally, <laughs> so to speak. 
And and then what we can sometimes find is that um, that doesn't end up happening or it doesn't end up happening as frequently as we like or it doesn't end up happening the way we'd like. And we start to get resentful. We start to get frustrated and this can begin or perhaps we keep score. Um, Look at all the things that I've done for you. What have you done for me? Um, Or what have you done for me lately? Um, And once we get into a place where we're keeping score, um, where we're giving and we're giving really to get um, that that's the kind of thing we I think we all know or we've got references in our life from when we've just come from a place of genuine giving without any attachment to um, the consequences of it compared to when we have a, an attached um, agenda to the giving maybe we're expecting if we do xyz for somebody they'll do um, abc back for us um, or sometimes even we've got an expectation of the kind of response that we want from the person. It's a very subtle level of, of um, control and demand that, you know, perhaps I'm going to give you a gift and I'm very much attached to the kind of response that I want from you and I might even punish you if you don't respond in the way that I think is appropriate to what I've given. You know, this is a version of kind of being attached and agendered rather than, you know, I'm giving from the joy of giving and nothing more. And paradoxically, when we give from an unagended, um, unattached space, this often is increases the likelihood that we're going to get something back. But when we give with an agenda, and we've all had those experiences, I guess, where you know that you're getting something from somebody, but it, it comes with a, a secret price tag, so to speak. I think everybody's had that experience where you go, oh, this is going to cost me in, in, in some way. Um, and especially if somebody's done something for us without our request, without us asking for them to do that. You know, they've taken off their own bat to do something um, un- uninvited, but still have an expectation that, you know, now you owe me. Um, and this can be a very frustrating space to end up being in. But if we're looking as best we can to uh, assess from what space am I giving, um, then we're likely to optimise the chance that we're going to have really healthy, fresh, mutually supportive relationships. But if I know that I'm giving because secretly I want to get, then actually um, I'm probably making life harder for myself, not easier. Um, Or perhaps I'm giving in such a way that actually weakens the person. You know, if I'm a chronic caretaker, you know, then what it's about for me is I'm going to interpret your needs and I'm going to jump in and fix your problems for you or um, do for you with the idea that this will make me a needed person, this will make you perhaps love me, uh, perhaps you'll stick around, you're not going to abandon me if I give to you, but also because I can't stand to watch you suffer, so the giving is actually about me feeling better, not actually about you. And over time, you know, we can become an enabler to people's issues because we're not able to let them sit in their pain and have their experience or because our giving is polluted. Um, But when we're coming from a place, instead of a caretaking place, where caregiving, that's where we're able to give from a place where it doesn't come at the cost of us personally and 
It's the kind of giving that strengthens a relationship, strengthens an individual, doesn't take away from the person or quietly enable their dysfunction. Um, it's, it's giving that's focused entirely on them. It's not uh, selfishly agendered or done from a place where I'm, I, if I just keep giving to everybody and being the nice person and bending over backwards, then people won't abandon me. Um, paradoxically, um, the very thing, if we're coming from a place of trying to avoid abandonment and abandonment wounds, uh, paradoxically, we're going to behave in a way that's actually more likely to increase the fact that we're going to end up being abandoned rather than how do we learn not only to give to others, but to be able to include ourselves in that equation and helpfully give to ourselves. Because when we're talking about unattached, unagended giving, that doesn't mean that we're, we don't have boundaries and we're not mindful of, of our energetic levels. You know, we're not giving until there's nothing left in the tank. We're, we're only giving what we can give from a place that includes us and adds to us, not, not drains us as a result of, because what happens to people who give incessantly um, and beyond what they can actually accommodate is that all that happens is you end up resentful. You end up wondering, when am I going to get what I want? Um, when are people going to start paying attention to my needs? When are people going to start doing something for me? Um, and now I become snippy, resentful, start lashing out either covertly or overtly at people. And I swing into a very unpleasant place because I'm exhausted, I'm resentful, I'm raging, I'm run down because I haven't included myself in the giving equation. And we have to be able, you know, we, we deserve to receive. And, and first and foremost, we deserve to receive from self. We deserve love. We deserve compassion. We deserve um, care, respect, boundaries. Um, and what we give to others, we have to make sure if we're, we're these, one of these chronic givers um, that, that we are including ourselves. that we're, as much as we give to others, we're giving to self um, and that we're giving from a place that enables, that includes self-care um, and a place where I'm not turning myself into something and giving myself away for the idea of not being abandoned or to, you know, just go along to get along or appease somebody or if I give to you enough, then you're going to find me uh, indispensable. You're, you know, you're going to finally see my value. You're going to finally turn around and love me the way that I am. Paradoxically, this often doesn't work. You know, the, the more you give and send that message to others, um, for some people that's just an invitation to go, well, what else you got? Um uh, so if we want good treatment, if we want mutually um, valuable um, relationships that have uh, based on mutual respect, then give, but give without agenda, give without giving at the cost of self. And also, are we giving and supporting others in a way that ultimately allows them to take responsibility and accountability for their life? Um or are we giving from a place that's more about, I can't stand to see you suffer, so I'm going to step in and fix it for you. Um, and now what I'm doing is I'm promoting learned helplessness for you. The message that you get is, all you have to do is float around, uh, flail around helplessly, play the victim, and somebody will be 
come along um, and mop up your mess for you um, rather than how do you step into your own power? How do you take responsibility for yourself? So we don't want to become enablers, um, but rather, as I say, we're, we're strengthening others through boundary giving, through loving, compassion, open, non-agended giving. Um, and it's really about, uh, you, you know, when we give from that place, it feels different. Um, if we're giving from a place of attachment, then, you know, we might feel on eggshells, we might feel exhausted, we might feel uh, resentful, we might feel drained. When we're giving from a place of genuine openness, lovingness, gratitude, um, then the internal experience is often one of contentment, of calm, of joy, of bliss, um, and we can delight, we can really delight in the successes of others rather than feeling resentful and going, well, I helped you get there and when's it going to be my turn? When am I going to get what I want? When, when's somebody going to look after me? Um, well, paradoxically, if there's something that we want from people and that we want from the universe, then energetically we need to be the one to put the clean demonstration of that out into the world first. If I, if I, if I want to get, then ironically, I have to give and I have to give from a place of no expectation. Um, but then because people don't feel me coming across as needy um, or, or agendered, then they're far more comfortable to turn around and go, no, you're a joy. You're a joy to interact with. You're a joy to give back to. Um, and, and let's just do that with the best interests of each other in mind, but never at the expense of, of, of the preciousness of ourselves. And, and I think that's the really important um, uh, distinction to add here. So this is a, you know, again, an aspect of self-awareness where we're sitting with, um, with the things that we're doing, we're, we're kind of analyzing where did our motives come from? And especially if something starts out as an act of giving and ends up blowing up in our face, then we, we probably need to come back and look at, well, you know, what was what kind of platform was I giving off to begin with? Did did I really have an agenda there? Was I really just about uh, you know trying to coerce somebody into a certain response, trying to coerce somebody into a certain set of behaviours? Um, and is that really someone else's responsibility rather than do I really need to look at what are my needs in life and and how do I meet them for me? Um, and and also sometimes we. We, we need to ask permission and we need to understand that the things that we would be grateful to receive are not necessarily what others are looking for. And so when in doubt, ask, you know, in order for you to feel supported by me, what would that look like to you? Um, in order for you to feel loved and validated by me, what would that look like to you? Um, in the business context, in order for you to feel like, um, I'm supporting you in this business, how would that look? Um, what would that sound like? You know, how would that feel to you? And what would you need to see uh, in terms of behavior that would um, allow you to know that you were the, you know, you were supported by me? Um, so when in doubt, we can clarify. Um, because again, this allows us to refine the way that we're going to give um, and do so in a way that's, you know, going to mean that we are uplifting others, that we're inspiring others, and simultaneously we're uplifting 
um, and fulfilling and supporting ourselves. Um, so I hope that this has been an episode that gives you some food for thought. Like I said, it's really about going back over interactions and going, when were the times that I gave to others where I really was unattached? It was just the joy of giving. And I really felt that way. I felt really centered. I felt really blissful. I felt like I was included. It didn't come at the cost of me, any kind of personal cost to me. I was happy to do it um, compared to those times where I gave because I was fearful of losing something. I gave out of resentment. I gave because I wanted to get. Um, and we're contrasting the difference of those and more and more we're using that as a point of navigation going forward and, and help that to guide our our giving and our interacting with others, both in our personal lives, in our friendships, in our intimate relationships, and also in our workplace relationships. So I hope this helps. Um, and like I said, it gives you something to think about and helps to add to the quality of your experience with other human beings and helps to deepen and enrich and um, enrich, and enrich your experience of life. Hey, if we're going to enrich them, we might as well enrich them. No, no problems there. Um, but thank you again for listening. And uh, as always, um, in the sign-off, for those of you who've been following the series right the way through, my profoundest gratitude to you. And for those of you who've just joined, um, then please go to the podcast medium um, that you've uh, found Sean Healy Tools on, download, subscribe. Um, if it's iTunes, please leave a five-star rating and review as it makes it easier for others to find these tools. And I'm really passionate about that. And you can also visit me at emergencetraining.com.au. That's the website. And I certainly um, like to get um, uh, audience requests for episodes. That's always good fun. And or if there's a topic you'd like to hear more about, by all means, and then the YouTube channel, Sean Healy, the Relationship Resourcing Series. We cover a lot of the same kinds of things on the, uh, the YouTube channel. So by all means, check me out there. And um, thank you. Just thank you for listening in. Um, and I just really encourage people. There are so many wonderful resources out there for um, adding to and expanding the quality of our life experiences for having deeper and more meaningful relationships. So I wholeheartedly encourage people to, to really embrace that, that journey going forward. Like I said, um, I'm um, more than happy for people to reach out and connect with me directly. I do one-to-one -one, um, coaching in the fields of NLP and personal relational dynamics and business relationship dynamics. And I also run public and uh, in-house trainings um, on NLP and personality type and all kinds of uh, different um, uh, elements that play out in human interaction because I'm just so passionate about us creating environments that are not only effective and productive but also harmonious and joyful. So thanks again for listening to the episode. Really hope you enjoyed it. And until we're with each other on the next episode, bye for now.